With us today is former Judge Janine Pirro, and a star in her own way. I mean, uh, she's been on Fox, she's been on everywhere. Uh, Janine Pirro, how are you on a Sunday morning? And I look forward to listening to your show on 11 o'clock on WABCradio.com and 770 on your dial. Well, you'll be hearing from me in just a little bit, and I'm uh, I'm fired up about what's going on in America, as you well know, or we all are. But there is one case that actually speaks to my background, and that is the case of uh, Alec Baldwin now being prosecuted on two counts of involuntary manslaughter uh, for pulling the trigger and killing the cinematographer, Helena Hutchins. Now, uh, you know, I was... I'm very fortunate I got one of the few interviews with the DAs who were not interested in uh, publicity. They literally, and, and people on the East and West Coast were shocked, they issued a statement saying they were charging him with involuntary manslaughter. These are uh, prosecutors who feel very confident in their case. They took the time to analyze it, and I think that Alec Baldwin is in a whole lot of trouble. Well, I'm going to tell you how I feel that uh, I think it was a tragic mistake. I don't, I don't really don't think he, he meant to do it or, or realized that it was loaded. Call it Murphy's Law. I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, how do you d- internally feel? I mean, do you think uh, there was any intent there? Do you think he was set up? Give me your internal yeah, let me, feelings. Let me- let me, let me make this clear. Look, you know I was a prosecutor for 30 years. I was an elected DA and a re-elected and I know. re-elected. You, okay, you would let people out of jail. You would let people out of jail when their time was up. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, <laughs> let, let's be clear about this. Yeah. Uh, we are not. Uh, we are not. That's not my case. The, the DAs are not charging him with intentional murder. They're not saying he intended to kill Alina Hutchins. They are not charging him with a reckless murder. They are charging him with involuntary manslaughter, which is a negligence that is so gross that a life was taken. And nobody's attributing uh, intent or even recklessness. But what the DAs were very clear on, John, is the fact that he had a duty at a very base level to never hold a gun, point it at a person, and pull the trigger. He had a duty both as an actor and a producer on that set to have the bullets checked or to check it himself to make sure they weren't live. Let's be clear about this. A woman was shot dead. The mother of a young boy is dead. I don't care about whether you like Alec Baldwin or don't like Alec Baldwin. You don't take a life. And you know what? I don't care if you're on Avenue of the Americas in New York City or if you're on a movie set in New Mexico. You are so reckless, so derelict, so beyond in terms of your ability to even be careful in holding a gun, pointing it, pulling a trigger. And make no mistake, John, he lied when he said to uh, George Stephanopoulos that he did not pull the trigger. Never, never, never. I would never point a gun and pull a trigger. Never, never. It's not my responsibility. I don't know whose it is. It's not mine. Are you kidding me, John? Well, I'm going to tell you, I understand he lied, but he was probably scared stiff. I mean, it's the same thing. It's the same stiff if if you're asked in public, did you cheat on your wife? 
then keep your mouth shut because it will be used against him in a court of law as an inconsistent statement, which shows consciousness of guilt, the willingness to lie in spite of the fact that there is a dead mother in the prime of her career, a boy without a mother, a husband without a wife. Let me lie about it. No, no, no. I agree. No, no, I agree. With life and death. Bottom line, before we go to the next subject, what do you think is going to happen? Well, if he's smart, uh, then he will probably try to plea bargain the case. I asked the prosecutor if they would plea bargain. Uh, They said that under the canons in New Mexico, they couldn't discuss that. But if he's smart, he won't take the stand because they will rip him apart. They will rip apart every lie he ever said. The fact that that was an unsafe set. He was the producer. He knew it. People were walking off the set. Live rounds had gone off. The DA said that he sacrificed human life for money. He put inexperienced armorers on there because he wanted to save money and a life was lost. This is not a case where he's going to be able to walk away. You sound mad as hell. Tell me, what else are you (laughs) mad as hell about? Well, you know what? I, I'm look. That, that's my wheelhouse. I mean, a DNA law enforcement is in my in my blood, in my DNA. But let's talk about Joe Biden. You know, at this point, uh, we've got so many mixed messages, so much going on with the Department of Justice. You know, for years, the Department of Justice used to actually give us excuses and say, you know. Um, the fact that Hillary Clinton, a bleach bit, wiped out 33,000 emails, well, you know, that we're not going to go after her. But right now, the Department of Justice is in your face, John. They're saying, we don't need the FBI or the Department of Justice to oversee the collection of classified materials from Joe Biden's home. They are literally saying to the American people, in your face, folks, we don't really care. If it's Donald Trump, we'll go in there with guns a-blazing and, you know, we'll, we'll keep the lawyers out of the house, out of Mar-a-Lago. But we'll let them, in Joe Biden's case, go in and collect the evidence. They're not even hiding their favoritism anymore. And this is the beginning of the takedown of America. It is a crime against America when one of our institutions is so corrupt that they're willing to say openly and outwardly, It's okay. You have classified documents. You've had them for six years. You're only a vice president. You don't have the right to declassify them. You've lied to the American people. You held them after the midterms. And even when you came clean, you didn't come clean. Because on January 9th, when you came clean, you knew about December 20th finding more classified documents. But you didn't tell us on January 9th. This is a problem. Joe Biden's a mess. And you know what I think? I think some of this may be his own party saying, Joe, it's time for you to go, big boy. I think yeah. the Democratic Party, the swamp in Washington, maybe the Democratic Party themselves have decided that it's time to go President Biden. Yeah, I think so. I think that, look, they got through the midterms. I don't know if it was a Dobbs decision and abortion, which is what a lot of people are saying. But thank goodness. The Freedom Caucus did what they did. And I love Kevin McCarthy. He's great. But thank God they did what they did. Because right now, they're not going to be able to pull the wool over our eyes with an omnibus bill of 4,000 pages that you have 48 hours to read it. They're not going to be able to 
you know, pass these budgets without us knowing about it. The issues are going to get to the floor. They're going to put the Democrats' feet to the fire, and Americans are going to be more intimately aware of what's going on in D.C. And so I believe that if the Republicans get stronger, the Democrats know now it's time to get rid of Joe Biden and that ditz who can't even talk her way out of a word salad, has to go as well. Janine Pirro, I'll be listening to you at 11 o'clock. I'm looking to hear more of that fire on WABCradio.com, 770 on your dial, and on your iPhone, 77 WABC. And the same thing on your uh, Alexa, play 77 WABC. That's right. We're all over, John. Take care. Have a great Sunday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you.